You are Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Hawkeye Nation, to a Tuesday morning episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Sports Network. As always, I am your host, Andrew Wade. Excited to be back for another show Today and on today's show, we got to cover the College Football Hall of Fame because we have two former Iowa players inducted into the Hall of Fame. We want to make sure we get to that. We're also going to talk a little bit about the transfer market. I know there's been some questions about could Iowa be exploring the transfer market. So what we're going to do is break down who's actually left, where are they are going from an Iowa perspective, right? So Julius Brent, Darren McKinney, Shadrick Bird, Yai Judy, Calvin Lockett, where are they going right now and why Iowa might not be in the market for the tra- and might not be in the transfer market right now but could be a player in the future. We're going to talk about all that on the show today. And then finally, we have a few news and notes to hit on, a few awards in the Big 10 where Iowa players have claimed those. Also talking through the Wooden Award midseason list and the AP poll where Iowa checked in at number five. So we're going to get in all of that today. Let's kick it off with the biggest news of the day, and that is the College Football Hall of Fame. Andre Tippett and Bob Stoops both inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. Tippett as a player, Bob Stoops as a coach. So first and foremost, congratulations to both of them, well-deserving uh, former Iowa players. Uh, fr- from the Tippett perspective, it makes sense. It was kind of a long time coming, right? He was a former Iowa Hawkeye captain, a starter on that 1981 defense, a consensus All-American, has the record for tackles for losses in the season at 20, went on to be a second-round pick of the New England Patriots, and is a pro football Hall of Famer. was elected in 2008. Um, again, one of 11 players elected. Kind of expected this to happen at some point, and it's awesome to see it actually happen now. Along with being a consensus first-team All-American in 1981, he also was a two-time first-team All-Big Ten selection in 1980 and 1981, a captain, like I said, and holds a single season record not only for tackles for losses, but tackles for loss yardage at 153 in that 1980 season. A big catalyst for the change in the Iowa football program under Hayden Fry. He was a huge piece of that, especially that defense that was just phenomenal. Along with him, obviously Bob Stoops was also at Iowa during that time, a Big-time safety at Iowa, finished with 230 tackles and eight interceptions. But where he got voted in at was not because of his play at Iowa. It was because of his coaching experience. After playing at Iowa, went to be a grad assistant at Iowa with that famous coaching tree. Remember looking at that, it's you know it's Bob Stoops, it's uh, Kirk Ferentz. I mean, there's so many, uh, Bill Snyder, so many guys on that list who went on to become all-star type of coaches but after being a grad assistant to Iowa Bob Stoops went over to be a defensive coordinator at Kansas State crushed it Florida crushed it got the head coaching job at Oklahoma in 1998 when Kirk Ferentz became the head coach at Iowa and two years later won a national championship with Josh Heupel at quarterback overall in his career 190 and 48 um, after in finished after retiring in 2017 one of two coaches inducted a couple of the pieces of information I want to tell you about Bob Stoops though is Not only did he crush it from a record perspective, he posted a 79.8 winning percentage during his his career at um, at Oklahoma, but he's the only coach in the history to win a national championship and all four BCS bowl games, which is a big-time deal, a two-time national coach of the year and six-time Big 12 coach of the year honoree. Uh, Again, huge what he did for that Oklahoma program. Um, He put Oklahoma back on the map, and they have been absolutely dominating ever since then in the Big 12. So congratulations to Bob Stoops and Andre Tippett. A couple other things to know about Tippett's 
piece is that this actually gives him the opportunity. He's going to be a Ring of Honor honoree with that to join the other nine amazing Iowa figures. Aubrey, Aubrey Devine, Randy Duncan, Calvin Jones, Alex Karras, Niall Kinnick, Gordon Locke, Chuck Long, Duke Slater, and Larry Station. So fantastic stuff all around. Awesome to see both of those former Iowa folks be inducted in the Hall of Fame. Um, it's going to be interesting to see when the next Iowa football player is going to be inducted because there's several that are kind of up, um, you know, on, on the docket here. So we're going to see what happens there. Uh, coming up on segment number two, though, we're going to get into the news and the notes surrounding the Iowa Hawkeye athletic community, specifically on the basketball front. So getting into that on segment number two. Before we get into that, though, I do have a very important message for you from one of our sponsors at betonline.ag. If you're anything like me, you do like to play some money on some of the games. You might have played some money on the national title game last night. And let me tell you, there's only one place that I trust and one place that I go to for all of my gambling needs, and it is betonline.ag. Right now, you can sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Do not forget to use that promo code Locked On. And we have a, some special stuff kind of coming. So one of the things betonline.ag will do for us is we they can actually create lines for us. So if you want a custom created line, for example, one of the requests I have in there is wrestling national champions and also Big Ten Player of the Year nominees and National Player of the Year award. So we're going to look to hopefully get some bets in on Caitlin Clark there for that Big Ten Player of the Year award. Also look to see some of those Iowa Hawkeyes listed as the favorites for the wrestling awards as well. So stay tuned for all of that on betonline.ag. We'll be talking about that more later on in this week. But again, do not sit on the sidelines. Get in on that action. Use promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And when you go to betonline.ag, you want to make some bets. Maybe you don't know what to bet on. You got to check out our daily show, Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q and Lee Sterling. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. So if you want to bet this year and you want some more wins, go to Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked on Bets wherever you you get your podcast at. And let's get into some of the news and notes surrounding that Iowa Hawkeye basketball program before we finish up with some college football talk. First and foremost, Iowa checks in at number five in the AP poll. Again, we expected that to happen given the fact that Iowa has absolutely dominated the last week, week and a half in the Big Ten, um, getting some big-time games under their belts and winning those against ranked teams. So good to see that obviously happen. You want to see Iowa in that realm in that top five realm again it doesn't matter all that much in the grand scheme of things for right now especially because the NCAA does you know pays attention to the net ranking pays attention to you know the Kempom type stuff and what your quality wins are but it's still good to see them rank so highly um, coming off some some big time wins and the Big Ten overall is just absolutely crushing it in the AP poll I mean when you look at it uh, they just it's one. It's it's the best year, and it's probably the best year in the history of the Big Ten in terms of uh, how strong it is from top to bottom. Iowa number five, Michigan number seven, jumping up a few spots. Wisconsin at number nine. We have let me see, Illinois at fourteen. We have Ohio State at twenty-one, Minnesota at twenty-three, and outside of that, we have Rutgers getting votes, Michigan State getting votes. Northwestern getting votes and Indiana getting votes. That's a lot of teams 
to be in that top 10. And it's basically, it's going to be tough to not cannibalize itself from the Big Ten perspective. This is this is reminiscent of the Big East years back where it was just so many teams from top to bottom. So as you can see, Iowa's going to have a tough time to, to win and stay in that top 10, stay in that top five due to the challenge of the schedule they're going to have. But it's also a great opportunity to be battle-tested going into the NCAA tournament to hopefully bring home an NCAA title to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Alongside that, also the Wooden Award midseason list was dropped a few days ago. I didn't get a chance to talk about it on the show yesterday, but as we can all expect, Luca Garza was on that list. He's a front runner, front runner to win that. The odds on a favorite if you check out on betonline.ag. I know they had the, the odds up there a while back. I haven't seen them for a couple days, but at the time when I checked last, he was minus 400 to be the John Warden, John Wooden Award Winner, um, Caitlin Clark as well. She was also on the award midseason list. One of two freshmen along with Paige Buckers of UConn. So fantastic stuff from her. And adding to her already impressive resume so young into her college career, she won freshman of the week again. That's right. She's won six of seven Big Ten freshman of the week. She's also won three of seven Big Ten player of the weeks, which means nine of the 14 awards this season have gone to Caitlin Clark. Um, I don't know how you don't consider her the front runner for Big Ten player of the year as well. Not just freshman, the overall Big Ten player of the year. Um, this past week averaged 22.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, and 6.5 assists per game in a one-on-one week for the Iowa Hawkeyes. She also recorded a career-high 37 points and 11 rebounds for her second double-double of the season in that win over Minnesota, 92-79. to So, I mean, again, what has Caitlin Clark not already done? She's already shown us that she could be one of the greatest basketball players in the history of the women's basketball program, and we have so many years to watch her do this. It's pretty impressive. Jordan Bohannon also collected some hardware in this week after an impressive week for the men's basketball team. He has, I mean, he's really gotten hot as of late. He was named the co-Big Ten Player of the Week after averaging 18.5 points, 5.5 rebounds, and 8.0 assists per game and wins over Maryland and Minnesota. Shot 11 of 18 from the field and 10 of 16 from three-point range. That's 63% shooting from three-point range. If you, if you aren't watching these games, you can tell he is hot. And again, the game over Minnesota a career high in rebounds, 7. A career high in assists, 14. That's another double-double. It also sets a new Iowa record for career double-doubles. And the 14 assists was the third highest single-game total in the NCAA this season. Jordan, Jordan Bohannon is the catalyst that's going to get this team going. Luka Garza is undoubtedly the best player on the team. There is no doubt about that. That's why I said undoubtedly he is the best player in this program. But Jordan Bohannon, in my opinion, is going to be the most crucial for Iowa to win an NCAA title because they need someone who can take that clutch shot. They need someone who can get Iowa going when things are not going well. And to me, that has always been Jordan Bohannon. Again, I was hard on him earlier on in the season. And, and I think that I stand by that. He was struggling. He wasn't shooting the ball well. He's turning the ball over quite a bit. And this week, this past week and a half, he's really turned it on. Another thing to note, he didn't even turn the ball over once against Minnesota. So the turnovers that I was worried about, the the poor shot selection, that has all gone away this past couple weeks as Jordan Bohannon has got hot and is starting to get, you know, a little bit fiery out there. I'm excited to see him continue to play like this. And if he goes, as he goes, this Iowa basketball program goes. If he can be on, Iowa always has a chance to win. Just like Luka Garza. That, those are the two guys. If either of those guys can be on, I think Iowa always has a chance to win. And then obviously you add Joe Wieskamp in. That threesome is basically unstoppable for Iowa if they can all be going. 
So huge stuff for Jordan Bohannon. He is the third Iowa Hawkeye to get this. Luka Garza has already gotten it twice. I imagine we're going to see Luka Garza get it quite a few more times. I also envision a freshman of the week award going to possibly Keegan Murray or even Patrick McCaffrey at some point in this season. So be on the lookout for that. We're, this is not the last Iowa Hawkeye to win a Big Ten award for basketball, so be on the lookout for that. Coming up on segment number three, we're going to get into the transfer market, but I do want to remind you that Iowa Wrestling is back in action this week, and we are going to give you something pretty special. Um, a pretty special guest is going to be joining the show. I don't want to give it away until I actually have – actually, you know what? No, let me just do that. I'm, I'm going to give it away. I'm, I'm pretty confident this is going to happen. Um, if it doesn't, I'll take full responsibility for, for spoiling it. But we do have Cody Goodwin joining our show. He covers wrestling and all high school sports for the Des Moines Register and is a huge wrestling buff, knows about as much as anyone else out there. Um, I really felt like if I could get one person to be on the show to cover Iowa wrestling as a quick season preview, it had to be Cody Goodwin. He was excited about coming on so he will be joining the show hopefully recording uh tonight and then dropping that tomorrow stay tuned for that if you want to get a wrestling preview with cody goodwin that will be dropping tomorrow but again coming up on segment number three we're going to get into the transfer market before we do that though you always know i got to drop another message for you because it's important that you know the brands that i personally love and enjoy as a part of the show and this one is rockauto.com um it, is, it has been truly a lifesaver from a an auto parts perspective for me, just learning how to do a few things on my car. I went to the dealership to get my car fixed up. They said I needed to have an engine filter and a cabin air filter. And I said, how much did it cost? And they you know quoted me a couple hundred bucks. And I said, that doesn't seem like... That doesn't seem like it could cost that much. So I looked it up on YouTube. It said 10 minutes to basically fix both these things. So I was like, I'm going to go buy these parts myself. I went to a brick and mortar store. They wanted to charge me $70. So you know what I did? I went to rockauto.com. I used their unique and remarkably easy to navigate catalog. And I found both the parts I needed in under five minutes and already had it purchased and then delivered to my door. They delivered it in a couple of days. Why wouldn't you do that? And not only was it quick and easy to use and they had it delivered to my door, the catalog was so extensive. There were so many things to choose from and it helped you pick out which part you wanted to use. And my favorite part of all though was how much I saved by going to rockauto.com. All right, so it saved me $50 on my air filters going to rockauto.com and again, shipped directly to my door. So right now go to rockauto.com to see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, y'all, we are back for our third and our final segment of this shorter show. I, I understand it's a little bit shorter, but we're going to be dropping some awesome content later in the week. And I, I am at my you know, my parents' house on, on PTO, so I'm not able to give you as much as you probably wanted on this show. But that's okay because we all deserve some time to hang out with family. And I appreciate all of your support coming on the show and, and listening to every single daily show that we have. But let's get into that transfer market talk because there's a couple transfers early on in the season for Iowa. And it made sense. Um, they're all given a free year uh, and a lot of it was really playing time you know there was com some concerns that it might not be playing time but it was undoubtedly for the most part playing time so I want to talk a little bit about where these players are heading and also talk a little bit about how Iowa might or might not be involved in the transfer market so the five main guys in the transfer portal is Julius Brent, Deron McKinney, Shadrick Bird, Yai Judy and Calvin Lockett right now at this point there's no current information on Calvin Lockett and Yai Judy both those guys um 
not not unheralded, but uh, less highly ranked coming out of college. So maybe the recruiting is, is picking up. It will be picking up hopefully soon. I, I wish them the best and hope they can find some some great homes and, and can succeed there. Both those guys, seems like there were some concerns about playing time. Calvin Lockett, I mean, it's tough when you have such a deep wide receiver group to kind of make an impact there. The other three guys, though, they have either found their home or are looking like they're about to find their home. Shadrick Bird committed to the Charlotte 49ers. Deron McKinney committed to South Dakota, which makes sense. The Coyotes' defensive backs are coached by former Iowa safety Miles Taylor. So um, fantastic stuff there. He was actually a grad assistant at Iowa in 2018 and 2019. And Julius Brents, according to 24-7 Sports, 100% um going to Kansas State at this point, given the crystal ball prediction. So we'll see if that happens. Uh, a fantastic player. Looking forward to seeing what he can do in his career outside of Iowa City. And Iowa has been active in the transfer portal already. We already, you know, we've already got one other player from from Northern Iowa, Xavier Williams. He should be a integral part of this team next year. But could Iowa be exploring the transfer portal even more? Honestly, I don't think so for at least the next couple of weeks until they figure out what is going on. The only player, the only position I could see them doing is is really where they've been successful in the past couple of years, which is defensive line. But there's no real connections at this point, from my personal opinion. But I think what it's really going to matter on is is what happens with Koi Kronk and Matt Hankins. Now, if Matt Hankins decides to not return. I don't see them going to get another defensive back. I, I feel like they like their depth, even with the loss of Julius Brent. But Corey, Koi Kronk could be a big one. If he decides to not return, could they explore the tackle market again after losing Alaric Jackson, losing Tristan Wirfs? That's tough to replace. There's a lot of guys along this line who are capable replacements, but if they have the ability to bring in a guy with starting experience outside of Koi Kronk, I can't imagine they don't explore that, especially if it fits. But Koi Kronk at this point has had radio silence. There has been nothing on his Twitter account, his Instagram account, saying whether he's returning or not returning. Matt Hankins, same thing. There's been almost nothing saying whether he's returning or not returning. And we've already seen a lot of guys declare at this point. So there is a chance they both return. Um, Matt Hankins going into his fifth year, um, not, an, not an old guy by any means. There's a chance he could return and really bolster this secondary. Koi Kronk, a little bit different of a situation, um, being a redshirt senior, um, having the extra year of eligibility now. He really struggled in his first year with Iowa. It seemed like he wasn't able to get back from an injury perspective as quickly as he wanted to, so maybe another year of you know training and rehab and health under his belt, he could come back and be a stalwart on that offensive line for the Hawks like they thought he might be and like I thought they might be coming into this season so that's something to watch out for whether or not either of those guys returns I do think it's interesting that they haven't already declared either way at this point which to me thinks that they're leaning towards going back to Iowa and it's important to note that right now the NFL combine is kind of up in the air we don't know what's going to happen with the combine we don't know what's going to happen the pro days so some of these guys are on the outside looking in they may not be able to or they may not want to to declare. And, and that makes sense because they want to be able to go through that full process. It can be hurtful. You heard us talk to Thor Nystrom, or Thor Nystrom a couple weeks ago about how that has hurt other players. And if, especially with underactive free agents, it could really hurt them if they don't have that opportunity to at least get a pro day. So we don't know what that looks like. And with your future on the line, do you really want to take that chance? I truly think if you if you think you might be a UDFA, you might as well return because you have that free year. And I don't think Koi Kronk did much to bolster his stock with an injury plague season. Maybe a team takes a chance on him late to, you know, based on what they saw at Indiana, because there's a lot of tape on him, but they would like to probably see him, you know, 
get better from his injury. Matt Hankins has put together solid tape throughout his career, but again, where where are you going to draft him at if you don't get to see him run in the combine and see what his times are? I think at best, he's a late round pick, probably more like a UDFA. So I think in that case, you see them both return which could really help an Iowa squad who has quite a few players coming back outside of the defensive line. This squad, actually, you're starting to already see some of these early rankings, which don't really mean a lot at this point. And again, rankings early on the season, they only really matter from a perspective of is there hype coming into that season? Because if you saw how Cincinnati didn't get, you know, didn't get the help, you know, it's, it's tough when you don't have the hype coming into the season. But Iowa right now is checking in at 15th. In some polls, um, there was you know a poll written by 24/7 Sports reporter Sam Hellman, I believe. Let me check to make sure. Yeah, Sam Hellman, and I was at 15th, and I think that's about right. If they can get improved quarterback play from Spencer Petras, they have all Big Ten back. Tyler Goodson returning. They have Money Potterbaum going to be there. Tyler Linderbaum, if Koi Kronk's there, their offensive line all around. You know they're losing Alaric Jackson. And Cole Banward, but it should be a pretty solid offensive line, especially because they have done such a good job of rotating guys in and out throughout that time. At linebacker, I think that could be a huge strength for Iowa with Jack Campbell, Seth Benson, and Justin Jacobs there. Um, that is some athletic linebacker play and some very solid instinctual play from the linebacker position that we haven't, you know, that we would love to see as well. Secondary shouldn't be a problem, especially if Matt Hankins returns with Matt Hankins, Riley Moss. We get, you know, Jack Kerner, Kayvon Merriweather, Xavier Johnson, and Dane Belton. I mean, that that secondary could be one of the best secondaries in the Big Ten, not, and let alone college football. The defensive line being the one possible question mark there. Um, how do you replace uh, Chauncey Golson and Davian Nixon? The short answer is you can't. But we've also seen Iowa consistently lose linemen every single year and consistently plug in guys and create the one of the best defensive lines in the country. Um, obviously, with Zach Van Valkenburg returning, that's a huge get for Iowa as well. And a lot of the guys underneath them have had that experience. Uh, Joe Evans and Austin Schulte, uh, you know, uh, John Wagner. Those are guys who have had experience playing defensive line. And John Wagner, especially a guy who was a top 300 recruit, a guy who could be a big time player. So we're going to see this Iowa offense or this Iowa team. Be relatively highly ranked coming into the season. I think the 15 makes sense. If you can continue to get improved quarterback play from Spencer Petras, this team can go pretty far. You obviously are missing two strong wide receivers, but there's so much depth behind them. I'm not as worried about that position. I truly believe Tyrone Tracy Jr., Charlie Jones, uh, Nika Regani, and some of the younger guys can uh, Desmond Hudson, you know, even Arlen Bruce or Brody Brecht, some of the you know, Keegan uh, Keegan Johnson could be big time guys who could actually get some playing time right away as true freshmen. So it's a, there's a lot to love about this Iowa football team going into the 2021 season. I understand why they're ranked 15th. I'm good with that. I agree with it, and I think it all really boils down again to the quarterback play. Can Spencer Petras improve? Can he? Put together what he did towards the end of the season for a full season. If that is the case, Iowa undoubtedly deserves to be in that top 15 discussion. That does it, though, for our show today. A little bit shorter of a show, I know. We'll be back tomorrow with Cody Goodwin talking Iowa wrestling, so stay tuned for that. If you love the show or if you love the show in the past and you haven't done this already, please make sure to like, review, and subscribe wherever you downloaded this podcast app. Give us that five-star review and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have a fantastic day, Hawkeye Nation, and let's go Hawks.